coconut. <laughs> now you gotta go to the bank. Now you gotta open up the vault. You gotta put your eraser in the special eraser spot in your vault next to the jewels. All right. you know, I call it I call it the vault. Anyway, let's do this. It's a shoebox. <laughs> please, please note, please note this this podcast has swearing, adult yeah. themes, bad jokes. Yeah. Listener discretion is advised. It's required. If you, it's required. <laughs> you need to fill out a special form. Uh, <laughs> if you are looking for the phone number for a good refrigerator repair person. And if you ever get one, hold on to them. Uh, if you're looking for uh, breakfast ideas that aren't sushi. <laughs> that's what I had this morning. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, if you're looking for my thoughts on all things vaping. It's not good for you. Or... Yeah. If you're looking for a balanced discussion on whether or not Jeff Bezos actually went to space. (laughs) This is not the podcast for you. you. Nope. I'm Sarah. That's Haley. And we're here to spooky scare you on this happy Halloween rewind. Cue the music. oh god okay before we go any further though i think we should take a hot minute to thank our friends at bandsets thank you thank you thank you for being a you know the rest that's the theme song for these guys golden girls boom Thank you for being a friend. They are constantly putting out amazing products and pins. And with all this COVID crap, it's super important to remember and support these kick, kick, but kicking small businesses. Yeah. Use our special discount code rewind in all caps at checkout to receive a bitch and 10% off your order. Yes. Oh my God. Thanks, fansets. Guess what? But their guess what their pins have. Not their an attitude. Have character. Yeah, they do. Thanks, <laughs> and fansets. Yeah, thank you. And also, there's some updates on some of the stuff that they have. Um, oh. Bellata Torres pins. Oh, very They're doing nice. horror ones like Pennywise and Jason Ooh. Voorhees and Annabelle. Um, and Admiral Vance came out, which is, oh, you know cool. who. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they got some good stuff. So check it out. Nice. Check it out. Check you later. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> How are you? Check you later. I'm good. Tell me everything. I haven't, me, you've been, you've been working like what, 14 hour days, seven days a week for the last little bit. Things are, uh, things are busy for you. Things are getting nuts. I threw, threw a little interview in there for my own job. Uh, (sighs) Thanks government, but uh, won it fair and square. Um, Hell yeah. And so that that felt good. Got my little offer letter. Um, I'm good. If you had asked me this question last week, I probably would have burst into tears because I was not so good because of work <laughs> mm-hmm. and just stress. And it's like so crazy and people are so tired of it. And, and it's yeah. never going to go away. Like what's the, what are your thoughts on what the next year looks like for your work? Like, are you ever going to have a job that's in health? That's not COVID related because the way things are going. It's like bananas. Honestly, like I've started, so, so, okay, here's one good thing. So the Delta variant, right? What a mm. bitch. Um, 
It's hate unlikely her. she sucks. It's unlikely that there will be another variant that's better than the Delta. And by better, mm. I mean causes more severe disease, causes, you know, more hospitalizations and deaths. It's because uh, that variant is kind of like perfect. So the only mm. way that it could be improved upon is maybe a variant that's slightly more transmissible, but we likely won't see anything that'll get us all riled up into like a 17th wave or something like that. But Unless like Area 51 aliens decide to do something with technology that doesn't exist to make it like I'd like the Delta variant enters you and then you turn into like a velociraptor. Oh, that'd be scary. I wouldn't be into that. Oh, I want to be a dinosaur and a velociraptor mm. would be like the coolest true or a pterodactyl oh uh fly i guess no i'm going velociraptor i'm gonna just go predator (laughs) sweet (laughs) that was a dinosaur right (laughs) (laughs) remember when we went to the comic store and we were like who'd you rather alien alien versus predator and we we both look at each other predator Predator. (laughs) (laughs) any day He's so good looking. Anyway. Just looks like he'd be really warm and cuddly on a winter night, you know? I just feel like he could protect me anyway. What would you do for your first date with Predator? Oh my god. Well <sighs> I wanna do that Lady in the Tramp spaghetti thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so cute. Oh, he takes me to his favorite tree. Um <laughs> Anyway, uh, what else is new? I decided to watch all the Scream movies. Oh, fun. Right? How many are there? Well, so the original three. Okay. And then there was like a TV show. Yeah. And then there was, there's a new movie coming out. But isn't that five? I really don't know. I don't know. I do want to watch the original three though. They're so good. They're so good. We watched A Quiet Place 2 last night for a scary How movie. How was it? Uh, it was good. It wasn't as good as the first one, but I still really yeah. enjoyed it. Okay, cool. I haven't so, seen I mean, it if you liked the first, If you liked the yeah. first one, I'd recommend watching the second one. I actually saw A Quiet Place in the theater, and it's never, Ooh. like, you can hear, like, everyone eating, like, slowly, like, popcorn, popcorn because it's <laughs> oh, I'd so hate that. quiet. Yeah. I really want to see Dune. Okay, yeah, I've heard of it. I don't know anything about it. I've never read the book. Is it a book? Is it? It's a, yeah. There's a book, series? and there's an yeah. old, and then there's an older movie, like the original movie. Right. But yeah, and so I want to see it too. It's but I haven't been to a theater in twenty months. We've been once since COVID hit when they first reopened. We went and saw the um, Black Widow. I'm a Black um, Widow baby. It was good. I like that song. Um. Yeah, anyway, that's that's kind of all I got. I don't know. I went grocery shopping this morning. It was great. Uh, I'm going to do a bunch of stuff in the stuff in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a mm-hmm. beautiful day. I should probably it's go a beautiful out day. there. Yeah. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Won't you be my neighbor? Um, what have I got? Uh, I went to Edmonton. Yeah. Went to West Edmonton Mall. Oh. Uh, got a picture in front of the pirate ship. That look, was look. exciting. Look West at that. Edmonton Gang symbols. Mall. 
dude <laughs> that's how you get carpal tunnel that is so white um that was fun we got to go on a private helicopter tour of Edmonton because that was the gift for the family so three trips 40 minutes each so me Brad and Gord um, Brad's dad we hopped in I sat front seat and uh <gasps> let me just say I want to get my copter's license now <laughs> I was like so into it it's pretty sweet I really wanna... hey? oh it was dope it was super yeah. dope so yeah, Ugh, I think I broke my toe. Oh no! I almost broke my foot yesterday because Frank stepped on it when he launched himself to go chase a squirrel, and there's a paw print bruise on the top of my foot. Like I heard a crunch. It was not good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's all I got. Well, I've been watching Law and Order, organizational crime. Or I have I have <laughs> Law and Order, organizational crime. The way these files... that is not in order. You need to organize. <laughs> There's a crime against organization. <laughs> yeah, that order should be against the law. No, I haven't <laughs> been watching that, but I did watch the 500th episode of SVU, which is, did you all watch right. it? It was yeah. I. It was just I. It was I. It was an interesting guest star. He aged. Yeah. Um, Virgin Quinn. Is that, oh. The guy yeah. that played the person that she used to. Yeah. Adrian also, Quinn. He was, yeah. Also solidified my um, concern that I have some sort of visual issue recognizing people with and without facial hair. So like Nick, <laughs> she's like Nick, what are you doing here? I'm like, who the fuck is that? And then I'm like, oh no, I think that's the guy who was on the series for like years. Amaro, like, yeah, yeah, he has a. I'm like, why are they calling him a? And and I was like, oh, you just have a beard. I literally do not recognize people. Amazing, he's great. He's on Mayans. The oh, Sons of Anarchy cool. spinoff, and he plays like the head of a cartel. He's really good. Nice. Mine's has gotten significantly better too. Um, I was like, eh, the first season was all right, but um, it's had three seasons now, and the third season was awesome. Like I've really started to like the characters, and then yeah. Chibs has shown up, and you've seen Happy and um, uh, the guy with no fingers, Chucky. Aww. They've Fine. had some really good guest stars and stuff. So. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, we, here's one more show to add to your long list of things to watch, right? Oh my gosh. Well, and oh here we are still like re-watching Game of Thrones. And so, anyway. That's a classic. It is good. I love it the hound. Um, is it what do you want to do? I, do, I just, do you want, yeah. All right, I'm going to <gasps> set you up for me. I'm really excited. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Wait, we have to tell people what, what we what we watched. What did we watch? I don't even want to imaginary friend. Imaginary, imaginary muffin. Wait, <laughs> I had a dream that I have to tell you about first. Ooh, okay. So me too. Yeah, in the dream, first of all, my brother's dog was injured or dead, and I felt really bad. And it, I know I was like, Ripley, no. And then I just met. I know it's just so sweet. And um and then in the dream I went and I sat next to this other very sweet dog and the dog looks at me and goes, 21. <laughs> and I go, Are you 21? Because I'm like, this dog is not 21 years old. And the go- the dog goes, No, I'm six months. And that's it. Those could be some winning lotto numbers right there. You I know. I was like, do something 21. with that. 21 and then I like texted Evan when I woke up because I was worried about the dog and he never gets back to me immediately like it's usually next day 
And so I was just like, I had a bad dream about rips, sad face. And then he like immediately texted me back with a picture of her. She's peeing in the garden. And I was like, okay, <sighs> 21. Anyway, that's my dream. That's a great dream. I had a dream and Snape was in it. <sighs> and it was like, I don't know if I was supposed to be a colleague or Yes. like a that's all you some, ever have been I, and it was Sorry. a it was a beach day like I remember being forced to do beach day in school and yeah. like everybody's uncomfortable seeing their teachers outside of a classroom yeah and he was being forced to wear something like somewhat humorous with it was like really funny and then he was laughing like I hate my life type of like ironic and then it put his arm around me and like was whispering like in a like let's get the fuck out of here. And I was like, this is happening. <laughs> and I remember just, I don't remember anything else. I just remember specifically looking into his face and it was, it was Alan Rickman's like, it was the perfect. And I just was like, this is happening. Oh, rip. Rip indeed. Just, I know. I wish I could like lucid dream and get in there and just be like, this is it. <laughs> I never wake up. I'm in the, <laughs> I'm in the hospital forever. Just, we don't know why she she's wants. in a coma. This, this is, is what she wants, everyone. It's like, stop giving her treatment. She's happy. <laughs> <laughs> she's finally happy. <laughs> I'm going to try and join her. We had a pact. <laughs> she was supposed to take me with her. Oh, God. <sighs> Taxpayers' dollars just keeping the machines alive for us. <laughs> we just wake up uh, we just lost there. so many listeners i don't just, i was gonna no. say it, but i do care um also speaking of listeners we need to do a little shout out because we got a little voicemail oh my god shannon that was amazing yeah we got a voicemail we so cool. asked for it we got it and we were listening it, I to it over I wine it. it was yeah like looking out at the water yeah it was awesome so keep so it up cool. folks yeah, but Shannon's number one. So yeah. thank you. Yeah, yep. Yeah, first is the Especially. best, but second is third. All of them are great. So please do it. I love yeah. it. It was so exciting. It was so cool. Made me feel heard for once. All right. Anyway, imaginary synopsis. This is my favorite season 15 of The Office. It's the one where Monica makes Ross the moist maker and Kramer eats it when <laughs> Ross goes to his job as a Zumba class instructor. Just kidding. But that would be a really cool mashup of a show. <laughs> I would, I'd watch it. I'd, I'd watch it. Okay, just kidding. The show starts with the Star Trek Enterprise flying at light speed through space as it usually does. In a crewman's quarters, Counselor Troy's, pronounced like Twa, pronounced like the French three, <laughs> is speaking to a child named Clara who is talking about making purple omelets using grape juice. Troy is disgusted as she should be and thinks to herself that the child should be shot out of the airlock. Yeah. It becomes shockingly clear that there is a ghost present as they both start talking to an empty chair named Isabella. <laughs> the chair. It's just about the chair. At one point, yeah. it was just the chair. The mm. child draws a picture of Isabella, and it looks exactly like the drawing Jack did of Rose on the couch on the Titanic wearing only a necklace. <laughs> the child's dad, Ensign Kurt Sutter, is a total babe. I thought so, too. Yeah. <laughs> you thought so, too. Yeah. Twa tells him that having an imaginary friend is normal and it's probably a coping mechanism. My imaginary friend, also coincidentally <laughs> named Isabella, agrees. Right, Isabella? Ooh, I don't like that. The Enterprise arrives at a unique nebula. 
a little light enters the top of the ship. I resent choosing this episode because I know I'm about to be disgusted by the entity. Speaking of being sick in sickbay, Crusher grills one of her colleagues about a date she went on. Like it's her business to ask. Mm-hmm. God. Clara is planting seeds in the Arboretum. Something terrible happens. The entity becomes the worst character ever in Star Trek, even worse than Tuvix. Clara's <laughs> like, what? And I'm like, ugh. <sighs> Isabella is exactly like August, the character who plays Tommy's girlfriend on Third Rock from the Sun. I hated her on that show, and I hate her on this show. Isabella is forcing Clara to break the rules, which I also hate. This is just me being honest now as Haley. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm, uh, I can sense the anger. <sighs> I'm concerned about all the threats I'm going to get now because I'm speaking on your behalf. Sorry. (laughs) Jordy and the team in engineering are trying to figure out what's up with the ship. The shields are acting weird and the velocity of the ship is decreasing. Clara enters and her dad, her hot dad, is like, get out. And his (laughs) adult disappears when around adults because she's a creep and she sucks. She disappears and fixes the ship. The senior leads on the ship are trying to figure out why the ship acted like it did and why it was fixed without anyone doing anything. Sample collection alert. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Claire is like, why so serious? And Isabella attempts a smile, which terrifies me to the core. (laughs) They race down the hall and crash into Wharf. I'd like to crash into Wharf. This area is not designated for children, Wharf says, referring to his junk. Good clarification. The idiots continue running. I now also hate Clara. <laughs> Kurt Sutter and Jordi are shooting shit, but instead of talking about dating like Crusher and what's her name, they're talking about their personal family traumas. This is a horrible workplace. I know. In 10 Forward, Dinan is looking out at the nebula and explaining to Data what she sees. Data's like, it's a bunny, you dumb idiot. <laughs> it's conjunctions. But yeah. uh, Clara enters and Guinan serves her a drink. <laughs> Isabella isn't thirsty because she's an evil entity. Guinan believes Clara's got an imaginary friend, which is nice. Guinan is also always nice. Troy comes to take Clara away and explains what she should stand up to. She should stand up to Isabella when she wants to break the rules. And Clara says that Isabella says to leave them alone. Isabella pressures Clara to break the rules, and I feel incredibly uncomfortable and realize that I'm writing the synopsis for me, Haley. And I'm really and I'm realizing as Sarah that as I read your stuff, I instantly want to do a bit of a Schitt's Creek Alexis because you do a little bit of Alexis, and now I'm doing a little bit of Alexis with my hands. Okay. I love that adventure for me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that journey for me. <laughs> Troy takes Clara to ceramics class. I'm sure that's going to go well. The ship is being hit by something that can't be detected, and the ship is slowing down again. Picard asks for the results of the sample collection. Jordy's like, oh yeah, we found something. Plasma. Plasma. I hardly knew ya. Boom. (laughs) In ceramics class, Clara is introduced to Alexander, and all I need now is Isabella to make the trifecta of most hated children ever on TV. Alexander is making a pimp cup and Clara tries to make one too. Jordi figures out how to illuminate the plasma strands in the nebula. Picard decides to get out of the nebula, but the strands are everywhere. They're in my raccoon wound. It's like my hair when it falls out, it's everywhere. Oh my God. Find it in the freezer and like <laughs> dogs poop. In her quarters, Trois orders a hot chocolate that gets mysteriously knocked over. She goes to grab what looks to be the world's most absorb- unabsorbable fabric to clean it up. In ceramics class, Isabella comes in and wrecks Alexander's pimp cup, which she he spent two weeks on, which is really poor productivity. Yeah. 
Clara runs away after being blamed for the wrecked cup. Isabella shows up and threatens Clara that she'll die along with everyone else when the others come. Others, like Jim and Pam or Newman? Who? Hmm. The Others, like the whole cast of the movie The Others starring Nicole Kidman. That's a good movie. The ship starts slowing down again. Plasma! Troy goes to talk to Clara, who's like super concerned that she's going to be killed by her imaginary friend. Isabella shows up and laser beams Twa, who passes out. When she comes to sickbay, when she comes to in sickbay, she explains to Picard and Crusher that she saw the girl. And Kurt Sutter says that the imaginary friend has been threatening the ship. Picard checks in with Worf and is like, yo, there's some 12-year-old bitch hanging out and like running around. And he's like, I know. I told her to get away from a junk. <laughs> God, Haley. I know. <laughs> the ship rocks and Riker calls Picard to the break. I mean, bridge. <laughs> the ship has slowed considerably. Riker rings the dinner bell. Data's ears perk up, hoping for mac and cheese. I just had that Cheetos mac and cheese yesterday because I'm oh. really dirty and hate my body, and it was good. Okay. The show with Joey from Friends and the robot, not the food, <laughs> mac and cheese. Oh my god, I remember that episode. I know. The, sh- the shields are losing protection fast, just like on my 14th birthday. <laughs> Ew. The captain asks Clara to talk to Isabella. Way to put her in harm's way, I say. Come what may. I hope Isabella doesn't stay. Oh, it's Remy. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> way to put her in harm's way. I say, come what may. I hope Isabella doesn't stay. I like that. Good job. Isabella shows herself and explains what she's doing on the ship, determining if they're friendlies or how their energy sources work and they want more energy. And Picard gives her a talking to about forcing Clara to break the rules and realizes that Isabella shows a child's perspective to view the ship. Picard goes on his soapbox to say that adults don't always consider the viewpoints of children. Who gives a care? Isabella turns into a light and pieces out without getting any information on how the ship can offer sources of energy and without saying that she won't kill everybody on board. Picard detects Jordy, directs Jordy to detect direct. Picard directs Jordy to direct an energy beam into the nebula. I would have just left. Isabella returns once more to Clara and apologizes to her. Too little, too late. The end finally. <laughs> I love how Picard's like, I care about kids now and I have something to say about it. You I don't, don't give a shit. You don't care. You don't give a rat's ass. Mm. Yeah. Or a mouse butt or <sighs> anything. <sighs> what a ride. You got some thoughts? Tell me. I fucking, I hated it. I hated it. I hated every second of it. I remember being a child and watching this and fucking hating it. Um, I also was a sensitive kid and got, like, I got afraid that I would get an imaginary friend, even though I didn't want one, and that they they would hurt me and make me break the rules, which I hate. I hated it. I hate it. I don't ever want to watch it again. I hated it. I can't skip it hard enough. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I loved it when I was a kid. Yeah. I- don't care so much now as an adult. But you don't Watched violently it. hate it? Like I, I don't do. violently hate it, but I, it's not great. Yeah. It's not worth watching, frankly. No. If you want to watch nothing. a scary something for Halloween, put it on. Yeah. <laughs> There's lots of things about it that are horrifying. Um, <sighs> I just was finding when I was watching it, this, I was watching it this morning, and like the early, that first scene when um, I've got crumbs in my bra. Ugh. I was like, oh, I had toast. Cheese toast and hair. 
And yeah. hair, of course, constant. Hair everywhere. I got nothing down mine because I had sushi and I kept that all in my mouth. <laughs> it's a whole roll. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'll still eat it. <laughs> so that scene at the very beginning when Troy is talking to the dad, like after Clara leaves and stuff, I was like so judgy. I'm like, why is he just an ensign at his age? When she's like, you went from ship to ship. I'm like, this guy sounds like a problem employee. Like, totally. Like looking at him being totally. like, why are you only an ensign? Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, what's wrong with you? Like a left you? turn when you decided not to be a chef or something and join Star <laughs> Yeah, what um, is this? The rookie? I loved the dominance move, though, that the kid played when Troy is, like, talking to Isabella in the turbo lift. And she's like, she's over there. Oh, that is such a power move. So rude. So rude to an adult. You're not allowed to do that. And Isabella's just creepy. I mean, the kid looks like a 45-year-old. I'd like to speak to the manager on a child's body. And it's creepy. (laughs) Like, it's just horrifying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The worst. But I did do a little deep dive into the girl that played Clara. Mm-hmm. Nor- N- Noli Thornton. She, um, I see that in 2020, she was doing a 90210 video podcast on YouTube. Oh, she was on 90210. Like the original? And, um, the girl who played Isabella is a singer and actress still and looks like a normal person who's not a psycho killer. So that's nice for both of them. That's good. Oh, hang on. My parents are calling. I'm just going to tell them to call back. Hi. Can I call you back in like half an hour? Sure. Okay. Happy Halloween. (laughs) Okay, don't forget to call them back. Sorry. (laughs) That's all right. Do you want to see flashbacks? Yes, I do. I just have to set a reminder. Um, Fast fact numero uno. When Clara speaks with Guinan, Guinan mentions that she had an imaginary friend as well. That was neither a he nor a she, but an it. She then goes on to refer to the friend as he multiple times. <laughs> what, a pronouns right, Guinan. what a mistake. What a mistake. What a whoopsie daisy. What a whoopsie <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> I'm okay. Uh. when the kids are playing with the clay and the invisible isabella knocks over the tray on the table you can see someone's (laughs) hand doing it (laughs) bunch of fingers in early drafts isabella was much more benign and curious this was changed in part to the producers feeling the resulting story was dull and because they felt it was too similar to star trek the next generation the child 1988 um Well, you know how. (laughs) Anyway, next. (laughs) Around 27 minutes after Isabella knocks over the hot chocolate, you see a crewman in gray clothes for the shadows of actress Marina Sirtis crawling through the set. (laughs) Jesus. I wonder if there's a real hot set. (laughs) I wonder if there's like a compilation of all that kind of shit online. I would love to see that. I just love that shit unless it's like harry potter yeah. or something because then i want it to he be he wasn't real. paying attention yeah totally harry potter is real yeah i know yeah when troy it's confronts it, real when, <laughs> when troy confronts isabella and clara tells troy isabella's threatening response clara is clearly scared and troy being an empath empath should be able to sense her fear yet in the next scene she acts as if clara was just acting out that's a consistency error in a character this this episode let it go 
Uh, Noli Thornton would appear two years later as Taya in the Star Trek Deep Space Nine episode, Shadow Play. A good episode. Ooh, Frank, Frank agrees. <laughs> oh, what's happening? I don't know. I better go find out. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. Francis. Franken beans. Franken beans. It's a problem. I like you. You're crazy. You're crazy. Go crazy. My dog is crying and crying. Just barking at nothing. Ooh. Or a ghost. I hope he doesn't go too nutty with Halloween. And by nutty, I there was, just get scared. There's a lot of fireworks last night. He didn't seem bothered, to be honest. Oh, good. God, what a perfect dog. We got one more thing. Yep. Yeah. Talk to me. Isabella is an energy being that trips no triggers. The ship does not sense the presence of an intruder or the sudden jump of energy aboard. Counselor Troy reads no angry thoughts, nor, as was previously mentioned, fear from Clara. Geordi, with his special visor that detects otherwise invisible energy patterns, sees nothing out of the ordinary when Isabella visits engineering with Clara. Guinan, with her own set of special and undefined abilities, detects nothing of Isabella's presence in 10 forward. All in all... This is a problematic episode for many reasons. Right. And I want to forget that it was even a thing. I want to forget. Anyway. (laughs) I I didn't write down any would you rather, so I'm going to come up with one right now. Would you rather have an imaginary friend or be friends with Dana? (sighs) Imaginary friend. If you had to pick an imaginary friend and it could be any alien species from Star Trek, which one would it be? Imaginary friend would be the Cardassian. <laughs> I'd choose a Ferengi. Ah, that's probably more <laughs> or, fun. Or a Q. <laughs> yeah, you guys would just be torturing animals. Probably. Yeah. Counting how many lights there are. <laughs> <laughs> There's five. <laughs> there are five uh, lights. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got some spooky stories. I'm ready. I'm ready to be ready. Scared. Yeah. I'll read the first one. And then if you want to read the second one, you can. Okay. There's three. We don't okay. have to do all of them. Okay. Okay. Here's the first one. I found all of these online. I think it was through Listverse. Oh, I remember that website. Cool. I'm a psychi- I'm a psychiatric nurse, and early in my career, I worked at a residential mental health facility. One of our residents was an elective mute, which means that he didn't, wouldn't, couldn't talk. But there were no medical reasons as to why. He had spoken earlier in his life, and in fact, seemed quite normal back then, with the exception of being close to seven feet tall. He'd been raised in the Deep South and joined the military when he was 19, but one night he vanished. He was declared AWOL, absent without leave, and eventually he was declared missing and dead. Ten years later, a seven-foot-tall man walked into a VA hospital emergency room in my part of the Midwest and said to the receptionist, my name is Marion Duchesne, not the real name, and I've been dead for 10 years. Those were the last words he ever spoke. He was covered with dust, and he was wearing the same clothes he had been reported to be wearing the night he vanished. His social security number had not been used, and he had no identification on his person. However, they were able to identify him, I guess via fingerprints. The family was notified, but they said they had already grieved their lost man and that whomever was claiming to be him simply could not be. They demanded not to be contacted again. 
Marion paced all day, every day, moving his mouth that looked like talking or muttering, but no sound came out. He had an unnerving habit of throwing his head back with his mouth wide open as if he were laughing heartily, but not even a breath could be heard. If I talked to him, he appeared to listen, periodically throwing his head back in that laughter-mimicking way of his. Various medications were tried, but they did not affect him either positively or negatively. Occupational therapy did nothing because Marion would just grin and unless told to stay put, he'd get up and start pacing again. On my last day at that job, the last thing I saw was Marion pacing the parking lot, throwing his head back to laugh. Later, I wondered all along if I'd been dealing with a ghost. All these years later, I still don't know. It wasn't a ghost. No. But it was somebody who disappeared for 10 years and showed up out of nowhere, covered in dust, in the same clothes that they vanished in. I just, I'm trying to, I'm trying to say that it wasn't real because I don't like being scared. (laughs) Okay, next one. I was driving across country with my mom and sister when I was 16, and my sister was 20. It was late, but we were well-rested, still, and alert. We were driving along an interstate and needed gas and a bathroom break, so we stopped at the only rest stop in 200 miles. There was a van full of teenagers on a road trip at the gas station, as well as a small gray car parked at the pump in front of us, with two young men standing still outside of it. When we got there, everything felt wrong. We'd been on the road for days and seen many rest stops at night and had never been afraid until then. My mom and sister went inside and I stayed in the car. I heard the teenagers say that they were creeped out and they couldn't get the pump to work. They left in a hurry. I was watching the car in front of us and the two men had not moved at all. Not an inch. They weren't talking. They weren't on phones. They were just standing there still as stone. My sister and mum came running back out to the car, and when they got in, the two men slowly turned to look at us while not moving or pivoting the rest of their bodies. And I swear to fucking shit, we all saw the same thing. They had eyes dark as pitch and empty. Truly empty, not black, not reflecting any light at all, just a void. We sped out of there and didn't stop until we were in the next city. The worst thing about the entire experience? We couldn't find the place on any map. We knew exactly which spot the interstate on the interstate to look and we couldn't find it on Google maps or any paper map that we had. We even asked locals about the creepy gas station on that stretch of road and only got confused looks. We've traveled on that interstate since, and there is no rest stop. What? Creepy gas station. Yeah. Ooh, they got pumped up into a parallel universe with eyeless people. Mm, That's not true. Next one. I worked as a forensic nurse in a hospital's lockup unit. We had one older lady who swore she was being haunted and abused by a demon she would call Tiberius. So many things happened while she was on the unit. We'd go into the room, do normal care, leave, and seconds later, she'd start screaming bloody murder. We'd run into the room to find her looking like she'd been in a fight with a boxing champ. Bloody lip, black eye, markings all over her body. No one ever saw her doing this stuff to herself. Things would get moved around the room by themselves. At one point, she was in protective restraints because the doctor thought she was hurting herself. There was no way she could have moved or done anything to herself while in these restraints, but new marks would always appear or her tray cart would be across the room. The room was secure, so there was no way someone else was doing this. When we asked her questions, she'd just say it was Tiberius. 
After she was discharged, we always had trouble with that room. If there was going to be a rapid response or code, it happened in that room. One night, a guard reported lights blinking on and off. It was that room. (gasps) Kirk, what are you up to? Yeah. (laughs) We got put back in time, but I just need some help. I didn't mean to hurt anybody. (laughs) Spooky. So spooky. All right. They super spooky. Yeah. All right, let's find those quiz results. Oh, yeah. Why can't I find them? Well, what the heck? I'm going to open up my Trello on my computer because I'm having issues. Issues. Issues and issues and more and more issues. Do, 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 do. Boop, 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 boop. There it is. There they are. Yay. Okay, so how about that one? Everyone has a horror movie villain who matches their personality. Who's yeah. yours? Yeah, so Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> yes yes you're most like chucky you're mysterious but also playful people are naturally drawn to you because of your childlike demeanor and they always come to you for to share secrets and ask for advice what the fuck (laughs) oh wow i don't why would you come to someone with a childlike demeanor for advice no yeah i'm not a kid i'm not I'm, i'm not a kid I'm not a kid anymore. I'm an adult. Um, I got Pennywise. (laughs) What does that mean? Yes, you're most like Pennywise. There's nothing you love more than clowning around (laughs) and hanging out in sewers. Everyone knows (laughs) you always greet them with a smile and a balloon or two. So, yeah. (laughs) Clowning around. I'm new to Cloon. I am a Cloon. (laughs) (laughs) All right. How about your pizza order will reveal the perfect horror movie for you? So my perfect horror movie is called Sinister. I've never even heard of it. I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. I got The Strangers, which I think I've seen. I've heard that's good. Is that the one with Liv Tyler? Liv Taylor? Liv Tyler? Um, Maybe. Oh, I just looked up Sinister on IMDb and there's a doll. It's not worth it. Who's in it? Uh, it's uh, Ethan Hawke. Yeah, and I got what? Strangers, Stranger Danger. I think Strangers was the one that was based on a true story, loosely based on a true story. Liv Tyler. Yeah, yeah I've seen it. It's horrifying. Really? It's good. Yeah, a young couple staying in an isolated vacation home are terrorized by three unknown assailants, and it's left roughly based off of a true story, I believe. Cool. Um, Okay. The film is partially based on an incident he experienced oh as a child. Okay, according to the director, the film is partially based on an incident he experienced as a child. One evening a stranger came to his door, asked for someone who was not there and left. Later, they found out that other homes in the neighborhood had been broken into that night. Oh, well, that's not nearly as scary. That sounds like a personal problem. That sounds like you had a season. Oh, well, I went to the fucking grocery store today and I picked a, a ripe avocado. Let me write a movie about it. Oh, I went and got an avocado too. I'm going to make guacamole so I can have some chips and guacamole when the football game's on. Delicious. I made that the other day. Okay, nice. Which slasher dude is your soulmate? Sadly, Mike- not Predator. Uh, mine's Michael Myers. You're oh. unique and intelligent and Michael would love that about you. You'd survive his movie partially because he'd let you live, but mostly because you would know how to live or survive. Either way. You? I got J- I got Jason Voorhees. Oh. You're a strong person, and Jason would like that about you. It's true. You'd be the main character of his movie. No matter what though you what you've been through, you've prevailed. 
Well, thanks, I, Jason. I don't, we should go on a double date with them. I think they're just misunderstood. The right woman will just clean them up. <laughs> yeah. Women <laughs> love changing men and men love to be changed. <laughs> it's Every healthy relationship is all based on forcing people to do things that they don't want to. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's why I've been married nine times. <laughs> uh, uh, imagine that'd be awesome. It would be. It'd, be. it'd be great storytelling at the old folks home. Totally. Um, is that it? Have we done everything? We've kind of done everything. I think we've done everything. Uh, I have a plan for our next episode. Okay. Season two. Q who? Oh, yes. Yes. Yay. And I think we should do it sooner because we made people wait for a long time. I know. Yeah, I agree. So Uh, let's try for something in November because I know tomorrow's November, but like, let's try for like middle. Yep. I'm going to have a whole... I'm back to work next week and then I have another week and a half off. So I'll have lots of time to prep the board and get everything ready so that all, and I write the synopsis. So literally all you have to do is watch the episode. Easy. So Love that's it. really easy. So let's try for the weekend of like the 12th or something. That sounds perfect actually. And then I get to see you again too. Yay. And we'll record over Christmas. We won't take a break. Will we? I think no. we can probably knock one out in December. Oh uh, yeah. It'll have to be before the 17th. Cause I'm, I'll be mm-hmm. in Ontario. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. I like it. I cool. like it. What are you going to do Dude. for the rest of the day other than... Oh, my God. I'm going to do some meal prepping. Yeah. I've got uh, some frozen spinach that's um, just kind of warming up. And I got feta and I got egg whites. So I'm going to make some cups, spinach and feta nice. egg white cups for okay. breakfast. And I'll do a big... I was thinking about doing a big thing of soup, but we have lots of deli meat and cheese because we went to Costco and we have cheese bread. So I can just make sandwiches for the week. Perfect. Um, I'll make some snacky snacks to watch football at one-ish. I think Seahawks are playing. And then for dinner, we're going to have leftovers. We ordered a bunch of Thai food from Bon Thai mm. last night. Mm. We got the um, drunken rice and we got um, some crispy fried pork on bean sprout dish. And we got pad thai and spring rolls. Oh my God, and that sounds it was so good. So good. So I think we'll just have that for dinner because there's just so much. So that's that. And uh, yeah, what are you going to do? Tell me about your day. I uh, have to sort of like prep all my veggies and stuff for the week. I'm going to make a soup for lunches, chicken soup um, with orzo and rosemary. It's really good. Got to do some tidying as well. Um, I have to return a pen that I purchased or that John, John purchased for a friend of ours. It's like a fancy pen that you like. Anyway, it doesn't matter, but it, we thought it was it's a the astronaut suits on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a pencil. Um, yeah. Uh, so I have to probably go to the paper at some point and re- exchange that for a fountain pen. And uh, I just kind of want to like relax. I'm going to make some like a roasted beet potato steamed asparagus arugula salad thing for mm. dinner. It'll be good. Love it. And are you going into the office at all these days or expecting to be going in in November or are you just staying at home right now? I'm staying at home for now because um, I've got a pretty good setup with my desk and stuff like that. And then, you know, when we have to go in, I'm I'm actually on, I'll be in Tofino, but coming back uh, like December, I guess I'll be starting to go in then. I did go in on the weekend because I forgot that I left like <laughs> a bunch of garbage <laughs> mm-hmm. and I like didn't <laughs> from like February and so like I went and I like took it out last weekend. <laughs> Not a girl. Love that. <laughs> yeah. Love that journey for you. Lo- love that. Love, love it. it. 
Oh my god! All right, well, um, let's do it. Well, that was a hell of a that was a hell of a synopsis. Uh, <sighs> we had Worf's junk, so I yeah. feel like we did our job. <laughs> this area is not designated for children. Well, <laughs> good. I know. I don't want to. He's on the up and be up. Set with Worf. I don't no. need to see him on an episode of Law and Order Special Victims. Thank you very much. He's a good, he's one of the good ones. Okay. We need to yeah. have one of them be the good ones. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. I'm going to close this out. Okay. And I'm going to do that by thanking some folks. Like, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Tune in next time for Q Who. Mm-hmm. If you want to get in touch with us, you can go to trekgeeks.com. The website and do different things there like leave a voicemail we talked about it earlier mm. shout out again to shannon um which by the way we really like that and we yeah. want more so twitter is trek rewind and the trek geeks network is on there too and there's also their camp kidmer over on facebook just search trek geeks trek rewind trek whatever you'll find stuff you'll find weird stuff too that's maybe nothing to do with us but, you know, <laughs> uh, keep an eye out for our upcoming rewind myspace page and tiktok <laughs> <Imagine>. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be awesome yeah um thank you to the patreon and all the supporters and all the listeners and thank you to fansets thank you to five-year mission for your music thank you for the music as abba would say i'm on a real abba kick right now mm-hmm. um and thanks bill and dan and just everyone we hope you have a wonderfully spooky and safe halloween Yes. And um, with that, we're going to head on, pop and lock out of here. Haley Frequency's closed. Bye. And apparently, <laughs> he stole it from you this time. Bye.